0: Officially say greetings and salutations to each and everyone locked in right now. Yeah, just a reach back it's a night shift to DJ Kevin Stew. Healthy love night. Inviting to call a friend, tell a friend, friends of your friends, friends of your enemies, enemies of your friends, and your enemies too. Yeah, because we're not leaving out anybody. Yeah. Makes sense. We Just we gonna reach back Just we gonna reach back Wanna say big ups to each and everyone and all the affiliates. One Ham on the radio, top of the morning to you guys in the U.K. Musical genius, big ups. Big ups to those who are locked in out of New Jersey on NIE radio, the motivator. Jenna Nicole and Gary Sutherland, much love to you guys in New York Island worldwide, exhibiting the power of music to Mr. Lindsay out of South Florida the Foundation Radio Network ClintonLindsay.com oh, that's true, that's true, true, oh, Big up to those out of Texas locked in on WGLRO home of the Donnie Walker Morning Show The People Station taking it from the sheets to the streets touching from Detroit to Denmark and all points in between Much love to you Hollywood Radio Music Media Groups Blessings those online TR7, much love to you, PEMGTV.com, thank you, thank you, thank
1: you.
0: Those of you locked it on Facebook Live, how you doing? And of course those right here at the home of the night shift to DJ Kevin Stewart, you're encouraged to have acceptance through enlightenment. So glad to have each and every one of you couldn't do it without you. You have my word, I wouldn't even try. Yeah, cool. Greetings, 1384. It's a pleasure and honor to have you. Well, we if
1: you're why we move it,
0: so... I want to say thank you to Policy Media Group hey. for sponsoring this segment of the broadcast. Hey, darling, when being in a moment is priceless, go ahead and give them a call. They handle your videos, your photos, your streaming, your ads. Just about anything that you want to take care of. Have a church service, a wedding, a funeral, a seminar. get them a call. They can stream it for you. Securely. On your private platform. Just like you see right here on KevinStew.com. Call them up. 9- 754-999-1140. That's 754-999-1140. Uh, check them out online, pulseemg.com <laughs> Hey, much blessings to you, David Smith. Inside,
1: destiny, destiny. And
0: can- Give my love to Sabrina, please. And just now we're gonna reach back out there, you know. Yeah, just now. Oh, yeah, connecting to my Trinidad roots, you know. Makes no sense, I really don't have any, okay. but I can connect with them nonetheless, right? Because we have that connection, of the Caribbean connection. So once the Caribbean sea wash my shore, and you're sure, we're connected, right? Right. Um, if you wanna get in touch with us tonight. As we go through the information looking at sickle cell anemia, go ahead, feel free to call in, feel free to jump into the stewpot on kevinstew.com, which is what others call a chat room, but because we're fancy, we call it the stewpot. It's where we keep things interactive and bubbling. The number to use seven seven three seven eight nine Stew. You see it's scrolling, streaming across the bottom oil, scrolling across the bottom on the screen right there. Yeah, 7737892. That's 7737897839. Big ups cuz, how you doing? Uh you counting down? Are you counting down? It's only what uh 3 hours and 49 minutes left before your earth date. What <laughs> are you counting down? <laughs> Much love to my cousin healing out of Jamaica. Hey Sharon, love your love your love your loads. Yeah man. I'm taking those hugs. I'm taking them. You know, I just love hugs. Alright, so we're talking about sickle cell anemia tonight, and I don't know how many people really know about sickle cell. Um I grew up with one of my neighbors uh i'd say battling sickle cell and um, he passed away when he got to about 23 i'd say he passed on and you know I've, i've heard quite a bit that people tend to live round about that age that tends to be their number that's they're three score and ten, <laughs> you know. Because upon, t- if 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 they live past that point, it's typically miraculous, I guess. But, um, we're gonna see what we can learn about sickle cell anemia tonight. If if we can learn something new. I've addressed this before, but it's been a while, a long while, and it's one of those conditions that. I guess because it isn't one that affects the larger population, we don't really talk about it, unless it's it's that time of the year when it gets recognized or something. But tonight we're going to talk about it. I was I was reminded of it while I interacted in in one of my groups on social media, and I said, you know. Let me go ahead and address this. Because it's been a while since it's, I've touched on it. Um, Alright, because we're not wasting time here. We get calls. Greetings and salutations.
2: Greetings, 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 Steve Potters.
0: Uh, you're early. It's not even your segment yet. <laughs>
2: We're not doing segments. You know that when you have um, a discussion, AKA a topic, and it resonates with me, I always call in regardless of the time.
0: And that you do, ladies and gentlemen. What I know the Althea issue, um, healing heavenly hands and Gioli and representing right now, right here. Um, how are you, Althea? I am
2: doing fabulous.
0: Excellent, so I'm addressing sickle cell on email
2: yes, and so I, you have I, a story <laughs> no i you know what it, it yeah, it is a story because I heard you mention um a few minutes ago about uh a friend acquaintance, what it was yeah, his name Kevin. was Kevin
0: also by the way,
2: and he he is no longer with us, nah, correct nah. Oh, my condolences. Thank you. But um, this is a topic that, another topic that is near and dear to me. And one one of my stepsons was Mm -hmm. born with sickle cell. Okay. And uh, he was, he didn't realize that he was born with it, but it was a trait from um, his biological mother Mm -hmm. and he's still here with us
0: so is does he have sickle cell anemia or does he just have the treat he he
2: he was diagnosed with sickle cell anemia
0: wow how old is he now
2: 30 and I could be I could be a year or two off um, 35
0: can you send him a message and ask him to call me?
2: <laughs> I will try, but he's a, he's, he's an, an early sleeper. But from what I know is um, when I met his dad,
1: mm-hmm.
2: he was in his early teens. And he's always had issues with. His immune system mm-hmm. there were certain things that he could or couldn't eat, and if he did, it would have an adverse reaction on it so it it was like you know certain different things yeah, so it it wasn't just his. Physical health. It was his emotional, and sometimes there were things that he would eat that would react. Um, he would have a reaction to it. Mm-hmm. So that is the exposure that I've had personally to um, to someone who had the trait and was also diagnosed with sickle cell anemia. One thing that I do know is that he was always, um, compared to his um, his other siblings, and when he was growing up, he was always on the, um, as far as, like, his, his height
1: mm-hmm.
2: was, he was shorter than others his age. His weight was less than... Um, mm-hmm. Others in his age group. Yeah. Um, let me see what else he had an issue with. Um, if you had a cold, mm-hmm. it would it would equal to his him having pneumonia. Got you. So I wasn't um, I wasn't in his life when he was first born. I mm-hmm. came into it in life his life when he was like about 16, 17. And that's when Mm -hmm. I realized that he had the trait. Then he took it upon himself after he became um, an adult to go and get tested. And he was diagnosed with sickle cell anemia. Okay. So he has been, um, He basically took it upon himself to do some research to see what were some contraindications to him having this disease. And he literally has to watch what he eats. He cannot get too stressed out. He... If he if if his he knows when his immune system is like not working not working at its its, uh, its its peak yeah and he just has to go and start doing things and I'm like wow he actually did some research in order to know when. The um, because um, um, correct me if I'm wrong, is sickle cell uh, would sickle cell be considered an auto autoimmune disease? Did you happen to know that about um, discover that in your research for this topic? It
0: wouldn't exactly be considered an autoimmune disease, um, but it it because it's not like the body is attacking itself. It's just okay. a, a condition where your your red blood cells just shape different.
2: Yeah. And I am not... Because this is... And I, I wish I would have had a more in-depth discussion with him
1: mm-hmm. to
2: find out about it. Because I just know that there are certain times when... The, um, he has flare-ups. Right. And he knows that he has to, whatever he was doing prior to the flare-up, he has to stop. And then he has to go on this regimen with not just his physical, but his emotional health and Mm -hmm. well-being so that he can get back. He can get his, um, his immune system. Right. Right. Back to
0: functioning the way it was. Yeah, it, it's it's one of those really interesting things, um, because my friend Kevin was skinny. Let's <laughs> got it. Watch this. He was skinny.
3: <laughs> he he was
0: shorter than me. Um, and. Uh, nor was he about my height And I, I was typically one of the shorter ones I'd like to think um, But he was definitely skinny Kind of mm-hmm. frail if you wish Yes And I remember we used to play street ball, Not, not street basketball For those listening out of the US Street button.
2: football A.k.a. street soccer
0: Well street football What Americans call soccer Yes
2: A.K.A.
0: Soccer. Thank you. And um, <laughs> occasionally he would play with us. Sometimes mm-hmm. he would just sit and, and watch. But we had bicycles and we'd ride around the community. And, mm-hmm. and, and he would ride with us, you know, as, as, as we were like a little bicycle gang. <laughs> and, you know, so we would ride around. And it was one of the things that we did. But I I remember when Nintendo first came out. He was one of the first persons I know I knew to have a Nintendo, and we used to play Mike Tyson Punch Out. I remember that, and he was one of the first to have a dish that I would know, satellite dish, when when wow. those were a thing in Jamaica, and he was two do- two houses down from me, so. Uh, I was always over his house Yeah, that's where
2: that's that's where you actually lived. You didn't sleep there, but you lived there, right?
0: Uh, exactly. Kinda, yeah. It was it was kind of like that. Always yes. there. But um, as as adults, we kind of grew apart. Oh well, young adults. You know, I I moved to another community, and um, then shortly after he passed away. He transitioned. Wow. So and and that has been the story every time I heard of someone with with sickle cell. Um much love Gary. Blessings to you. Um that's 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 what I pretty much know or first hand right of someone with sickle cell. And,
2: and when when I learned about my stepson that mm-hmm. He had, um, when I first heard about it, he was about two, in his um, his mid-teens. And, of course, what I knew about sickle cell anemia at the time, it was was very minimal. And he lived with me for, uh, me and his dad, he lived with us for about five years. Mm Mm-hmm. And like you said, your friend was skinny. Mm -hmm. And so as my stepson, you know, compared, he was always, I mean, he could eat whatever he want. And at one point I told him, I don't like you. I love you.
1: Because
2: you you eat and you never gain weight and you never this. And you're always the same size. And he was like, he was like, mom, I would give up this disease Mm -hmm. to be able to be normal. And when he said that, I was like, oh, man. You know, I never thought about what he was going through. The only thing that I saw was he could eat what he wanted to, when he wanted to, and Mm -hmm. he would never gain weight. And this was before I knew what I knew, what I know now. Right. about sickle cell.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And he's been living with um with the disease and the diagnosis I'd say for about almost 20 years now. But he t- took it upon himself to do some research about the disease and knowing what to avoid in, in you know, whether it's physical, emotional, or mental, so mm. that it would not, the disease, um, it wouldn't flare up and cause a negative reaction. And I know his favorite thing is curry chicken and white rice. <laughs> but whenever he would eat that,
0: it, it, he would have flare ups afterwards, wouldn't yes, he?
2: Yes, he would have flare ups.
0: I don't think it's so much the curry chicken. It could be more the white rice.
2: You know, I'm not, I'm, yeah, I'm not even sure because, but like I said, I'm not the one that did the research. I'm not the one that went and see, you know, went and, and, and dug in and, and got all the information. He was the one that mm-hmm. did all of this. Yeah. And he's now he's now a dad, mm-hmm. and yes, he gave me he gave me a step grandbaby, which she spoiled rotten.
1: <laughs> I'm sure.
2: And yes, and um the um his um her mother
1: mm-hmm.
2: had her tested, and she doesn't have the trait.
0: Well, we're gonna she- look at some of that information in just a moment right. too.
2: You know, so I and there are times when I see him and I'm like, okay, are you gaining weight? Because his face, mm. his body, his body is the same, right? But looking at his face, sometimes his face is a little bit swollen, and he was like, he either did something that was a contraindication or he ate something that didn't agree,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and is, it would be like equivalent to someone who was allergic to something and the allergy showed in their, it looked like they're gaining weight or something.
0: Mm-hmm. Eyes puffy. And
2: yes. Yeah. His face, like his cheeks would be puffy. His eyes would be swollen. And he was like, okay, mom, I did, I ate something that I wasn't supposed to eat. and
0: But it was good though. <laughs>
2: Uh, you you know what? You sound just like him, but it was so it, it was so good.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. So it, it's, it's one of the, the, the prices you pay, you know. Um yeah. it for me that would be the equivalent of me having shrimp or, or lobster or crab legs or something, which I I I don't. But
2: that
1: oh would how, be the
0: equivalent of are
2: you, are you allergic to shellfish?
0: So allergic.
2: Oh my lord! Oh, half of your life is gone right there.
0: Well, but
2: that's another show. That's another I, discussion and another used show as a child.
0: topic. I used to have that as a child. I developed it when I hit around about twelve, thirteen. I developed an, an allergy to shellfish.
2: Yeah, those ah uh, those teenage years that do it to
0: you. I, but, no rhyme or reason.
2: <laughs> no, and like I said, um. I haven't had a discussion with him in a few years to see what he discovered about certain triggers for it. Because I know that um, from what I know is if you have the trait, it can lay dormant for X amount of years and you can just go from having the trait within you know within a short period of time to develop full-blown sickle cell anemia and that's where he he went from he knew he had the trait Mm -hmm. and then he just developed because he was no matter how much he ate he wouldn't gain weight and certain things that he was allergic to whether it was food, whether it was just airborne allergies. He was just allergic to a lot of stuff.
0: Okay. Well, and if I you can shoot him a message and see if he responds. You know, and give me if he can give me uh, a ten, fifteen minutes. You know, I'd, I'd I'd take it.
2: Yeah, I messaged him already. I'm just waiting for him to to respond. But you know, it's it's just one of these. Disease that i'm i'm and I'm not sure if it's the same with everyone and that's why that's what's one of the reasons I asked if it would be considered an autoimmune disease because of of his symptoms of and 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 what he experienced
0: yeah yeah, not so much um in my estimation based on what i I have learned about it. Um but because it's a condition where the blood is involved, yeah, and you know it's pretty much blood our blood is pretty much our life source, so if there's something going on with our blood, then chances are something is going on with us in general it's yeah right so with 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 and and I'm gonna have you hang out with us since you decided that you 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 will um <laughs> but you can, anybody. One who wants to can still call 773 789 seven seven three seven eight nine seven eight three nine 773-789-7839, call, text,
2: 773-789-7839. I don't yeah. think you said that
0: correctly. That's just I said. It didn't sound right. It, it sound different when I say it? Yeah. Okay, let me do it again. 773 789 That's the easy seven way to remember it. 7839. <laughs> right. <laughs> Stew is 7839 for those of you who are puzzled by it. Um, those of you on Facebook Live, this is where we're going to part company. Uh, I do want to mention before I go, um, this segment is now sponsored by Althea and her Healing Heavenly Hands. So she decided to stick around until her segment came on her own. <laughs> Althea is, you, is a licensed massage therapist operating out of out of out of Palm Beach County, North Miami, uh, sorry South Palm Beach County, North Miami, and Broad Counties. She comes to you, she brings her, her, her table, her healing heavenly hands and over 20 years massage therapy experience. Give her a call, 954-655-9000, that's 954-655-9000. Email her at, at net. that's T-H-E-A-L-A-T-E-R at A-T-T.net. And she is also a personal trainer, so you can call her up to put your muscles in pain and to set them at ease also because she's good like that um only one request yes i am yes you are only one request is that you get off her table and go sleep somewhere else when you when she's done because i I say i guess it's because of me Uh, she has that request because i always fall asleep
2: not just you. Um, I have had I had one client that mm-hmm. refused, they tried. Mm. I'm not gonna fall asleep and I was like, okay. See the last the last two times
1: mm-hmm.
2: that I did a massage. Yeah. He questioned that, okay. I wasn't awake. How do I know that? You did what you were supposed to do. I was like, okay. <laughs> question, <laughs> question is, answer, question answered. So he did fall asleep. <laughs> and his issue was he always had sinus issues. Mm-hmm. And it would like his sinus would right. be clogged, so he would be uncomfortable. Right. I took care of that with some. Eucalyptus oil cleared up his sinus; he was able to breathe, and he was out.
0: See, that's right there.
2: <sighs> so that's that's one of the oils that I bring to to, to my massage. It's the eucalyptus oil.
0: People don't believe me when I say these things. I think it's, I'm reading from a script, and and I, because you know that's it's my segment sponsor, no, so you read from the script. No, it
2: it is no, it's not a script, everybody. It is. Um, He is the truth, you know, and when you experience something, you always want to share it with others. And Mm -hmm. I'm here to say that, yes, when I do a massage, it's highly, very highly unlikely that you will not fall asleep (laughs) because I have the music I have the essential oils. I just make the atmosphere so relaxing mm-hmm. that it's e- either you or like my, my my client who refused to fall asleep but he succumbed to it. Or I don't I don't
0: I don't fight it. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> or you're so you're so highly stressed that you refuse to just like let let it go
1: mm-hmm.
2: and just relax. But that's how good massage therapy is for the system.
0: Yep, and and we've talked about that on on this broadcast also. Yeah. So, Facebook Live, use the link that is pinned in the comment section. It's the link, it goes kevinstew.com. Come on over, jump into the stew pot. Uh, Be a part of the seasoning. Bubble up and simmer down with us in the stew pot. Add to the flavor of the night, you call, text, WhatsApp, Telegram, seven seven three seven eight nine Stew, seven seven
2: three seven eight nine seven eight three nine. Um, sayonara, and Facebook, Facebook, Facebook is so yeah uh. <laughs> Kevin dot is so ooh.
0: Yeah, you see that that right there. She getting paid for that. <laughs>
2: I am not getting paid. Listen, I have. I never go to Facebook Live because I like to remain anonymous. And I just jump into the stew bot. I put my comments. Mm-hmm. And until you decide to call me out and say who I am. Well,
0: I wouldn't know unless you say something that only you would know <laughs> I wouldn't know because no. you're anonymous and and that's another yes. thing you can remain anonymous you right. don't have to sign up you don't have to right. give me your firstborn or a spleen you know you're good and,
2: th- <laughs> and that is why I'm promoting KevinStew.com is because unless I decide to call in I still participate and I still contribute to the broadcast mm-hmm. but Unless I decide to call in. No one knows who I am. This is true. But I still make a contribution, a a worthwhile, I think, a worthwhile contribution. Yes. With my comments and whatever experiences to it, the show topic.
0: It, it is also a judgment free zone. So, you know, we we come here to have acceptance through enlightenment and the, my main purpose is to stimulate your appetite, not satisfy your not hunger. Not to satisfy so, the hunger. Oh, know, I love that. You're, you're going to leave wanting more, but that is for you to go find that little bit more that you're wanting.
2: There you go. And that's why I so much appreciate this broadcast is you stimulate and, and you get that person to go. Things that make you go. Mm. Hmm.
0: Yeah. That's, that's the objective. That's the objective. Yes. All right. So, looking at what sickle cell anemia is, according to ClevelandClinic.org, it is a blood disease that affects red blood cells. Normal red blood cells are round. In people with sickle cell anemia, hemoglobin, a substance in red blood cells, becomes defective and causes the red blood cells to change shape. Now, the faulty hemoglobin is called hemoglobin S, and the symbol for that is HGBS. The, and, and, and it replaces normal hemoglobin, which is called hemoglobin A, HGBA, over time the red blood cells become rigid and shaped like crescent moons or sickles and this is how they get the name sickle the disease cell. gets the name sickle cell You sure
2: no. you sure you're not you, you sure you're not a doctor um are you, you sure it's not a DR and not a DJ I'm I'm pretty but sure You are you are dropping some gems tonight I'm like wow
0: yeah, you know, you know, when you do your research, you know, you, you get to share some of that. So, no, now is an image of, of what it looks like. You have your normal red blood cells in the top part of the image. The lower half of the image, it shows where you have those sickled cells. Yeah. And one of the problems with these cells is that they can cause clots. Um, they clog blood vessels, causes ep- causing episodes of pain and cutting off oxygen to tissues and organs. They get trapped in the spleen, which, of course, for those who don't know, is an organ that gets rid of old cells. So they get trapped in the spleen where they're destroyed, and the body cannot replace the lost cells fast enough. And... As a result, and, and the body has too few red blood cells. And this is where the anemia part comes in. So when there's a, a shortage of, of red blood cells, you become anemic. So here you have sickle cell anemia. Now sickle cell anemia is a serious disease that can require frequent hospital stays. And children and young adults can die from the disease, as what happened to my friend Kevin. In the United States, the disease occurs most often in African-Americans at a rate of about one in every 400 African-American births. Among Hispanics of Caribbean ancestry, one in every 1,000 to 1400 Hispanic American children um, also fall in that range of, of 1 in 1000 to 1 in 1400 throughout the world the disease also found among people of Arabian Greek Italian, Sardinian not the fish um, Turkish not the bird Maltese not the dog, and southern ancient, sorry, southern Asian ancestry. Uh, now some people might ask if there's a difference between sickle cell anemia and the sickle cell trait, and we touched on this a little bit out there. Um, yes, there's a difference.
1: Okay, a, a person you.
0: can have a mixture of normal and fall to hemoglobin in their red blood cells without having sickle cell disease. The condition is called the sickle cell trait. And people with the trait have enough normal hemoglobin in, in their red blood cells to prevent the cells from sickling. Now, one in 12 African Americans in the United States has a, sick, has a sickle cell trait. That's a high number. And it is important to remember that people with sickle cell traits do not have sickle cell disease. They usually do not develop sickle cell disease except in unusual circumstances. But people with sickle cell trait can genetically pass the trait to their children. If two people with sickle cell trait have children together, there's a one in four chance... That their children will have sickle cell anemia. One in four. Now, if you and your partner both have sickle cell trait, your child has that 25% chance of being born with sickle cell anemia. If only one has the trait, your child won't be born with sickle cell anemia. But there's a 50% chance your child will be born with the trait. If one parent has sickle cell disease and one parent has sickle cell trait, there's a 50% chance their children will be born with the disease. Not the trait, the disease. Now, people with sickle cell anemia inherit it which means it is passed on to them by their parents as part of their genetic makeup. Parents cannot give sickle cell anemia to their children unless they both have faulty hemoglobin in their red blood cells. Now, some of the complications would include periods of pain that can last from a few hours to a few days. There. And with
2: that pain, does it um, state that it, it, it sometimes come with like some type of inflammation, which explains like the swelling of certain parts of the body and the face?
0: Well, that's just it. There's swellings in the hands and the feet. Mm-hmm. There are blood clots, which we mentioned earlier because of the sickling of the cells. Um, there is joint pain that resembles arthritis. There is uh, neuropathic pain, chronic neuropathic pain, which is is, is nerve pain. It's not like you can really put a finger on it. Um, Of course, there's a decrease in red blood cells, anemia, and one very dangerous one, life-threatening infections. Now, to find out if you have the trait, your healthcare provider can just perform a, a special blood test to tell if you have the disease, the sickle cell anemia, or you carry the trait. You may decide to have this test before you plan to have children, and it's probably recommended. And if, if you're partnered up with someone that you think you might end up having children with, it would be a good idea for them to get tested also.
2: Yes, definitely. I would say 100%.
0: Now, in many states, I don't know if you know this, in many states, the law requires newborn babies to be tested for sickle cell disease, regardless of their ethnic background.
2: Wow, so that's that's news to me. I did not know that.
0: Right. The testing is done right away, so... Children born with sickle cell disease can receive treatment to protect them against life threatening infections. The children need to be followed very closely by their healthcare provider, so they, they have to get regular checkups and, and, and check in with their doctors. Now, there is a question of can it be cured? Well, there is no known cure for sickle cell disease um, or sickle cell anemia. But there are treatments that have reduced the death rate among children and the level of pain caused by the disease. If your child has sickle cell anemia, your healthcare provider will explain what you can do to help your child live a normal life your baby may need to take medicine by the mouth for up to 10 years to prevent life-threatening infections. And later in life, uh, care focuses more on, on managing pain. Now, I, I don't know if your stepson, that's where his focus is at this stage of his life, where he's just managing pain. But, yeah, I
2: think so, because he, he, you know, he's up and about and doing his, um, his regular routine and I haven't heard him really complain about any of the, like, the real serious side effects that he's experienced. Mm-hmm. And I think, I, I do think it. I can contribute that to the fact that he's done his research, and he knows what will trigger the episodes, and he tries to stay away and, you know, just just live live his life with as many distractions or, you know, outside distractions where he's not going to have something that's going to stress him out, which can trigger it. He's not going to eat something unhealthy or really, really unhealthy that he's going to do on an ongoing basis. Mm -hmm. And he does get his regular, uh, you know, his regular checkups that, that much I do know.
0: Okay, Cool. Uh, you, you keep bringing up food. Now I'm getting hungry. It's it's not usual for me to be hungry at this <laughs> time of night. You're not helping. Um,
2: okay. We won't talk about food anymore.
0: See, you keep talking about food. Um, now, when it comes to the pain part, um, a lot of people wonder, okay, so if, if their pain is a big part of it, how do you navigate that how do you manage that well one of the things that they say is acute pain can occur during a vaso- acu- um, vaso-occlusive crisis or, or VOC and, and, and this happens when the sickle-shaped blood cells block the flow of blood in small vessels now the VOC can lead to tissue damage and pain and this type of pain should be treated as a medical emergency. And this is probably why they tend to be skinny, because you need a lot of blood flow to increase muscle mass. And with the sickled cells blocking small blood vessels, you know, that causes a problem. Now some patients may develop chronic pain, which is a part of that which which is pain that lasts for more than three to six months. That's when it's chronic. I I cannot imagine being in pain for more than I don't know, three Two days. Seconds. Well, you know, I, <laughs> I I can manage ten seconds of pain, you know. But to think okay. about three days, let alone wow. three months. Uh uh-uh. uh. Nope, not me. I don't want it. I don't want to think about it. I want no part to play in it.
2: And, you know, now that you say that, I remember when he first came to live with us,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I would always think that he was either sick or lazy, not realizing that he may have an episode mm. where he just didn't have an appetite, he wouldn't eat and he was just always in bed. And I'm like, why are you in bed? Get out, get up, go do something. Or Not having a clue right. that this may be, you know, it may be an episode because um, it is not something, even though they have, he has a disease, uh, sickle cell anemia, it's not something that is always like, you know, he's always going through the symptoms. He, he did, he had when he lived with us, he had his lows and his highs. And, you know, me being someone ignorant to the situation, didn't know what was going on as a teenager. You have a teenage child and they're always in bed and they're always tired.
1: Mm.
2: Unless you know that, okay, this is what's going on with them you're going to think that they're number 1 either being lazy number 2 they just want to do anything and number 3 they're just being a typical teenager who wants to stay in their room and do what they want and not being up and about mm. like you know like kids their age are
0: so either way you'd think something is wrong <laughs> yeah
2: but you know, unless un- unless,
0: but you're not and thinking I'm speaking, it is something that is health related,
2: <laughs> right? It's health related, you know, and it's just like, oh well, he, you know, they're just being lazy. They're just, they just don't want to do things. But my, you know, especially if it's it's with a child, whether it's it be a toddler or or someone, um, you know, a preteen or a young teenager. Mm-hmm. I'm just reaching out to parents that don't always just chalk it up to your child is lazy, they don't want to do things, they just want to be in front of an electronic device or something. Please do not let that be your first, um, you know, like your your, your, your only go-to. Mm-hmm. Take your child to get them tested. Take them to get, you know, to get them checked out because not to say that it's going to be something as serious as sickle cell anemia, it could be something that...
0: It could be something psychological. Yeah,
2: psychological, number one, or if it's something physical, it could be something that can be fixed, even if they, like you said, you know, if you, even if they just have the trait, mm-hmm. there are things that can be done. There's a special diet that they can follow. There's
0: well, I'm gonna look at that in in, in just a few moments too.
2: <laughs> okay, you know, so you know, speaking as a parent, when you when you see certain things happening with your child that is outside of the norm don't just automatically think that they're lazy or they don't want to be bothered
1: mm-hmm.
2: or they're just a, a typical teenager. No, even if a child is has the same mother, same father,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and they're not acting like the other child, It's just that I, I guess what I'm trying to say is go ahead, listen to your child. They know their bodies.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And but, they but, know, you know when something, you know, if if, if something isn't right,
1: mm-hmm.
2: don't don't just automatically write it off as they're just acting out or
0: But did he talk about not feeling well though? So some children always, some children kind of think, you know, I, I don't want to be bothering mommy or daddy right now. You know, they got to right. go to work. to they have to take off to take me to the doctor or something. I, I'm all right. I'll, I've I've felt this before. I've survived it. <clears throat> Excuse me. You know, it's it's all good.
2: And it started out like that. See? Where he, and I think that he didn't want to bother me or his dad about you know he wasn't feeling well right and initially i admit i'm ignorant i'm thinking ah oh, you're just a teenager you just don't want to do this and if we ask you to do this you just don't want to do it just because we're asking you whatever not even thinking that there could that, you know there was mm-hmm. a physical um or emotional or mental issue
0: right well, so one of the, some listen, of the in- listen
2: to your kids. <laughs> yeah,
0: some of, some of the things that um, I did come across involved stress and um, minimizing it. But right. um, I want to also look at the history of sickle cell anemia. Because I that, that was pretty interesting. The, the mere fact that um, a lot of, of, of non-Caucasians are the ones that suffer from the condition.
2: And you know, yeah, there's,
0: there's interesting the, it,
2: there has not been a study to show why more African Americans why um African Americans are more prone to the disease versus non-African Americans. And it's not just Caucasian, you know, it's um it's primarily a disease that is prevalent among African-Americans.
0: Or those that have more melanin in their skin. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, or I
2: should say non-Caucasian.
0: Yeah. Um, the, when it comes to the going back to the pain thing, the ex- exact mechanism that causes chronic pain in some patients and not others is not known. So, it's not across the, po- the board that, no, that no, it's not. Right. And the treatment of the chronic pain should be tailored to the specific type of pain that is being ex- experienced. So, even treatment is not a one-size-fits-all. Working with a pain management doctor can help to manage pain by applying different methods. The goal is to use the least amount of medication to gain the greatest amount of function. Right. And I'm all, I'm, I'm down for that. Yes. Uh, when it, The least amount of medication for just about anything. <laughs> you know, once you yeah, start not, talking not. least amount of medication, <laughs> I am down.
2: Yes. I'm willing to listen, you know, to see, Hey, you're not going to give me a pharmaceutical, but you're offering an alternative
0: yep. to,
2: to minimize the symptoms. Hey, I'm up for it.
0: So, you know, A brief history. Um, Peculiar, peculiar elongated, and sickle shaped is how sickle cells were first described in 1904 by intern Ernest Edward Irons when examining the blood of Walter Clement Noel, a 20 year old, first dental student, first-year dental student from a wealthy black family in Grenada. Noel had been admitted to the Chicago Presbyterian Hospital suffering from anemia and was readmitted several times over the next three years before completing his studies and returning to Grenada to successfully practice dentistry. He died of pneumonia in 1916. That was 12 years later
2: pneumonia that you would not you would not um you know think sickle cell anemia pneumonia
0: right now iron's supervising physician james b herrick herrick uh wrote a paper published in 1910 in the archives of internal medicine documenting the first known case of sickle cell disease in the united states not that long ago was it 1910 Although this was the first known U.S. US case, elements of the disease had been recognized earlier. African medical literature reported this condition in the 1870s when it was known in some areas as Ogbanjis, children who come and go. That's what that means. Because of the very high infant mortality rate caused by this condition.
2: And, and, and I'm quite sure that they did not pinpoint that the, the mortality rate, the infant mortality rate, did it say when they started to know that, it, that this, this high infant mortality rate was specifically towards um, an ethnic group? Well, or, again, or no?
0: this was in Africa. So it was okay. African medical literature.
2: Okay,
0: okay. And uh, not to say that white people don't live in Africa, but um, there, was also, there are also reports of the condition tracking back to 1670 in one oh, Ghanaian family. Wow. Now, while sickle cell disease primarily affects persons of African descent, it is also present in Portuguese, Spanish, French, um French Corsicans uh Sardinians Sicilians mainland Italians Greeks Turks uh, uh Cypriots um that's those from Cyprus
2: right now one thing i have to ask before you go any further does it say that the percentage does it does no. it explain oh, okay no. didn't say the percentage was higher in african americans no oh okay
0: um, it, it also appears in, in Middle Eastern countries and wow. Asia. And, you know, that Asian aspect makes it that much more interesting.
2: And, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like, all right, most, f- because from what I've, I've learned over the years or from what I've been exposed to over the years is sickle cell sickle cell disease whether it's the trait or the actual full blown sickle cell anemia
1: mm-hmm.
2: is predominantly predominantly um among african americans but how do we know that it doesn't exist in other ethnic groups if it's not reported
0: well it it, it may be it's just that we haven't really talked about it right that's just it you know there there hasn't been a lot of of, of exposure to information relating to sickle cell um among among non african
2: american um ethnicity right
0: well generally anywhere i guess uh, even even with knowing someone that had it you know there wasn't even a whole lot of talk about it you know, someone in your house household had it, and there still wasn't a whole lot of talk about it. So, you know, as 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 much information as as can be shared, you know, on on platforms like mine here, um, individuals going out and 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 searching for information for themselves, that pretty much needs to be done. One another thing that is said here is the origin of the mutation that led to the sickle cell gene derives from at least four independent mutational events, three in Africa and a fourth in either Saudi Arabia or central India. These independent events occurred between 3,000 and 6,000 generations ago, approximately 70 150,000 years. A significant figure in sickle cell history is Dr. Charles F. Witten. He was a trailblazer in medical education and sickle cell disease awareness. During the early 1970s, he realized that services for people with sickle cell disease and their families were sorely lacking. Out of this Pioneering Out of his pioneering efforts to advocate for the needs of people with sickle cell disease, the Sickle Cell Disease Association of America, SCDAA, was born. There's a foundation that um, is, is here in South Florida called Shack's Hope. That
2: Yes, I've, I've heard of them. Yes. yes.
0: It, it was born out of the founder's daughter, Succumbing to sickle cell. Yes. Yes. And she was a uh, Miss Jamaica um, finalist. Hmm.
2: I remember that a couple of years. Ago. Um. Actually, three years ago was when I was introduced to that foundation. And you know, it's uh, it, it was an unexpected tragedy, I'm sure. But mm-hmm. you know, it's and in. It, I'm quite sure that you know if, if there's anybody that's tuned in that can share their experience or what how they came to know about sickle cell anemia you know and and not just not just sickle cell anemia but the you know sickle cell the disease sickle cell disease in general is I never thought that It affected anyone other than African Americans, Mm. you know. And whether you were from African descent or you were, you had some other genes. But I, the, the knowledge that I had prior to this discussion was sickle cell or sickle you know the sickle cell disease or the sickle cell trait or sickle cell anemia mm-hmm. was predominantly um the the the, the only people that people. were affected by it. yes it affected black people and that's that's the the the, the, the um, you know the knowledge that i came into this 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 broadcast with right so you know now that you're saying that it affects other nationalities that are non caucasian that's news to me you know that's that's knowledge
0: well i I guess the the, the common denominator here would be melanin yes because people from the mediterranean tend tend to have tanned skin Mm -hmm. Um, people from parts of asia which when we talk about asia we're not talking about the orient only. Yes. We're talking about India, Pakistan, mm-hmm. um, Central Asia. Um, so there's the melanin content here again. So does it have something to do with melanin? I haven't come across any information that, that says that.
2: And I haven't what heard I that have,
0: either. What I have come across is information that says anyone can actually have sickle cell, which includes. If you have the trait. Well, if you have the trait and you have a child with someone else that has the trait, then chances are they can have the disease.
2: Yeah, the child will have a greater. Yeah, yeah the child so, will have a great. You know, it, the child that child would be more. Excuse me, more prone to having. Right. The actual disease,
0: which then says anyone can... So, if anyone can have it, then Mm. does that lean towards the thought that those individuals who are not black that are carrying the trait have are descendants of someone that is black?
2: So, what you're saying is, say, for instance, um, a person who is not of African-American descent, but they may have the trait somewhere. Then this person comes in contact with an African American. They have a child, not knowing that the mother and the father, that not, not knowing that, say for instance, the father carried the trait, Mm -hmm. the mother doesn't know that she carries the trait Mm -hmm. and we have, so we have a non-African American and African American get together they, they conceive can have a, a child. sickle
0: cell anemic child. Right. And it it could happen with through white people. Yeah. As well. So um but what I'm saying is if they carry the trait and it is something that is typically um that that those with more melanin in their skin than those that lack it. Then there has to be some crossing at some point earlier in their generations
2: that they don't know, either they fail to research or they just don't know about.
0: Doesn't really matter <laughs> to me. Well, to me, it doesn't really matter, right. but yeah, so but that that leans towards another topic,
2: uh, yes,
0: <laughs> you know. <laughs> But um, when it comes to the diet of someone that, that, that suffers from sickle cell anemia, um, it is said that a balanced diet is also important in combating hypermetabolism, which is a phenomenon where people with sickle cell anemia uh, use nutrients more quickly than they replenish them. Mm-hmm. Now, according to VeryWellHealth.com, a study in the Journal of Social, Behavioral, and and Health Sciences explains that people with sickle cell anemia are in a state where their body breaks down nutrients quicker than they build them up, resulting in higher-than-normal energy requirements. In other so way,
2: that means that their metabolism is like an overload versus um, someone without the trait where their metab- their metabolism is either working slowly or not working versus a person with sickle cell who has like an overactive metabolism.
0: Basically, and that could also be one of the reasons why they don't get fat. (laughs) Um, Patients with sickle cell anemia have greater than average requirements for both calories and micronutrients and therefore need to eat more to avoid being deficient. In immune-boosting nutrients, which is why he, was, uh, he could eat a lot,
2: and he was always eating. And it's not like he was hungry, but he he would never no, say that I'm hungry it. because I'm eating. Yeah, he was just like, if there was food there, he would eat it.
0: His body needed it,
2: and he never gained weight. Ooh, I was I used to? I don't like you because no. you could eat, 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 and you never gain weight. And he was like, Mom. I'm not doing this just because. So. Right. Until, <laughs> until you understand another person, until you walk, take a step in another person's shoes, mm-hmm. don't, judge, don't judge them. Please do not judge them.
0: Right. So if you have sickle cell anemia, your metabolism may be working on overdrive, which is exactly what you were saying earlier. hmm And therefore, undernourished... But you may be unaware of this until you develop symptoms. Now, to help limit frequent sickle cell crisis, you may need to eat more foods with high amounts of vitamins and essential minerals because your nutrients are consumed more quickly than the average person. In sickle cell anemia, nutrients are quickly diverted away from bodily processes that support growth and other essential functions to making it more healthy. Um, to making more healthy red blood cells. And as a result, some people with sickle cell need as much as three times the recommended amount of micro and macronutrients of a person without sickle cell disease. All in all, it suffices to say that people with sickle cell anemia expend more energy on a cellular level than those who do not have the disease and should therefore eat a balanced diet that not only suits their health needs, but also provides energy to the mitochondria and other proteins in the body. And from, from biology class, I learned that the mitochondria, the mitochondria, that's the, the, the energy that's a powerhouse of the cell. So if your mitochondria is on overdrive, your, your cells are hyperactive. And so you burn, 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 burn. Now, the energy intake for people with sickle cell anemia can be especially poor. Especially during a sickle cell crisis. Because these crises frequently occur in children. It is not uncommon to see hospitalized children present with poor growth, lean body mass, and reduced and reduced fat free mass. Um, parents and healthcare professionals need to create a diet that will meet the daily requirements, dietary that best supports their child's growth and overall health needs. A diet high in fruits, vegetables, whole grains, and legumes usually provides enough vitamins and nutrients to support the health needs of people with sickle cell anemia. Again, fruits, vegetables, whole grains, legumes. (laughs) Now, here's what. And I'm going to go off on a tangent here for a little bit.
2: And I'll be right behind you on that tangent. It's okay.
0: Which communities... Do you walk into a store and find sufficient amounts or high amounts of fruits, vegetables, whole grains and legumes at one, that are close to their whole natural state and two, affordable? I, did you did I lose you? Are you still with me?
2: No. No, no, no I'm here.
0: Oh, okay. I was hoping you'd answer.
2: So oh uh, no, I'm sorry, what was the question?
0: <laughs> Which community do you find? Oh, and um and this is another segment here. I need to pick up my segment sponsor in a minute. Um Alright, let me begin now. Um thanks to Reggae Global Entertainment for sponsoring this segment. Uh, I got carried away there. Reggae Global will act as your booking agent, handle your tour management, uh, take care of your business registration, legal service referrals, music production, marketing and promotion, and so much more. Give them a call nine five four eight zero four eight one nine nine. 954-804-8199. That's 954-804-8199. Thank you, Reggae Global Radio. Um, sorry, Reggae Global Entertainment. Um, give them a call global arjun.org.au Global Entertainment.com LMDJ, DJ Kevin Stew sent you. Alright, so um going back to the question. Where do you walk into a store in a community that ha that is that has sufficient or high amount of fruits, vegetables, whole grains and legumes reasonably priced? Which communities?
2: Haven't found it yet. I um right. just yeah, not having, um, you know, directly in um, affected by sickle cell, the sickle cell trait or sickle cell anemia.
0: But still, but, just going shopping on a regular, to find these quality fruits and vegetables and whole grains and legumes, you, you're not going to find it in the hood.
2: No, you will not. And... You know what, this is a discussion I had with someone earlier today and, you know, talking about my choice for um, my meals for my family. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the fact that we're trying to to do more Mm plant-based protein versus animal protein. Right, and that was something that came up. Well, where do you go shopping, and, and how do you know what to buy? And isn't it more isn't it more expensive? And
0: well, my, the medical bill is more expensive when you don't.
2: You know what? I didn't even go there with that. All <laughs> I said, all, that my response to that individual was, "Is not your health worth it?"
0: Okay, so you basically alluded to the same thing, you know. uh,
2: I I guess I did, but it it was just the way I said it, and it's like, you know, and I was like, you cannot put a price tag on your health. It's not our health. It's not a community health. It's your health. You want to be healthy. You know that you have these underlying conditions, you know, whether it's sickle cell or whether it's something else, and, Mm -hmm. If you know that consuming, a, you know, having a specific uh, meal plan, diet, and when I say diet, and I don't mean that somebody's gonna just go eat fruits and vegetables just to lose weight, it's 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 a lifestyle change.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, so when I say diet, I I do mean a lifestyle change. If you want to go ahead, and you have to. In order to, to, to maintain your optimal health, to you know partake of a specific diet, mm-hmm. are you going to sit there and look at, well, you know what, this is what I have to do, but it's going to cost too much, so what, are you just going to just... <laughs> <laughs> not pay attention you know not 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 take your health into consideration and give yourself the utmost care by taking care of your health because without your health what what else do you have
0: right Fancy clothes so, a nice car maybe i don't know
2: <laughs> yeah but if if you if you're unhealthy how much how good are you going to look in those fancy clothes? Well,
0: you only need to look good one time,
2: maybe for you, but not for me. I want to look good all the time
0: well you know for for them, I guess that's their thought their th- their thought they only need to look you know? good one time in that picture that they'll be memorialized with,
2: yeah, and I'm like no there's so that's that just, casket there's picture. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh No. I am not going for that casket picture. I don't know about you or anyone else, but
0: but hey, this is what I'm saying. If 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 it's all about if they're not gonna spend the money on making sure that their health is at least on the in the heading in the direction of optimal, then they're looking to look good for that one. Um. Memorializing picture,
2: yeah, and to look good on the outside temporarily. They're dead, doesn't matter. Yeah, but to (laughs) look good on the outside for what thirty seconds, and knowing that on the inside, you the next few hours or few days or few weeks, you're not gonna be here.
0: Hey. (laughs) <laughs> at least to look good that one time.
2: <laughs> you know what? I, mean, um, it's, I hear you and I understand where some people might think that, but it's because it's not my mindset or the frame mm-hmm. of mind that I'm in.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's just a little... It's, it's like a bitter pill to swallow for me.
0: Understandable. Now, they also say additional supplementation with uh, multivitamin amino acids such as arginine and folic acid can help, develop, can help um, to prevent nutritional deficiencies and decrease the likelihood of disease exacerbation. Um, it's important to keep in mind that hypermetabolism may play a role in your child's increased nutritional needs. So emphasizing proper nutrition as they grow That's vital. To ensure your child is getting all the nutrients they need, you want to make sure their balanced diet meets a certain criteria. They need to be high calorie nutrient dense. The average energy intake of sickle cell patients is typically below optimal values, even when the disease is not symptomatic. And it drops to roughly half the recommended levels during times of illness, especially when hospitalization is is required. As a result, children with sickle cell anemia are at risk for impaired growth and significantly lower fat and fat-free mass. Though obesity is also a risk, especially in female adolescents. Go figure. Um, there also need to be nutritional mi- micro supplementation. The standard nutritional assessment methods used to calculate energy needs typically underestimate resting energy expenditure in persons with sickle cell anemia. A careful nutri- nutritional assessment and the possible addition of energy supplements are sometimes needed. Now, according to the journal Nutrition and metabolism a high protein diet can lessen the likelihood of infection moreover the amino acid arginine has been shown to have specific benefits for sickle cell anemia patients due to the effects of nitric nitric acid uh, one of the byproducts now this also works to reduce pain and vaso-occlusive crisis and increase muscle function. So, you, it, 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 it's important to have nitric or nitric acid, depending on how you want to produce it, um, pronounce it. Additional micronutrient supplements of note include zinc for improved growth and immunity, chromium for carbohydrate metabolism and energy, manganese and vitamin D, for bone health as well as energy. Magnesium for cellular hydration balance and the B vitamins for their crucial roles as enzyme cofactors, neurotransmitter uh, precursors, and amino acid metabolism. Now again, (laughs) you don't have a lot of junk food having these Elements in them. No, you don't. Now, plant compounds or flavonoids such as vitamins A, C, and E have also been shown to have some benefits as these are natural antioxidants that play a role in lessening inflammation and pain. Now, also, you have to consider fluids. Sickling of red blood cells increases in patients who exercise in the heat without consuming fluids the ones that also climb to high altitudes or experience other physical stressors compared with those who maintain well hydrated status so it is important that all people with sickle cell disease remain adequately hydrated now i don't know if your stepson drank a lot of water
2: no, he didn't. And juice? He still doesn't. Not really. He just never in, um I have never seen him consume a lot of liquid. I'm not sure if it's changed.
0: Well, hopefully.
2: Cuz yeah, he's now an adult and he moved out on on his own, but he was he was never a person that drank a lot of juice, a lot of sodas or, you know, anything artificial artificial. He would drink a lot of water and a lot of bush tea.
0: He, he wait. He did drink a lot of water.
2: Yeah, he was always drinking water. If he wasn't but, drinking okay, tea, I asked you he was drinking water.
0: Yeah, that's what I was asking you. If if he did drink a lot of water, okay. So he did. He did. Okay, good. Um, so he was he kept hydrated pretty much. Um, from yeah, from what I remember. Good. Now, reducing recurrent painful episodes and hospital visits is the primary focus of clinical care. Comprehensive and multidisciplinary care is also essential. A balanced diet plus education about the disease. That's imperative if you want to be preventative. If you have sickle cell anemia, you are at higher risk of acquiring an infection. So healthcare professionals encourage anyone with sickle cell anemia to do their best to stay away from people with the flu. Meningococcal diseases and pneumococcal diseases. Um, a diet that contains at least one milligram of folic acid a day and an iron-free multivitamin is recommended to ensure adequate, upt- adequate uptake in nutrients. Now, it is interesting that it should be an iron-free multivitamin. And iron is one of the things that are recommended for people that are anemic. It's, it's, it's weird, I guess, because of sickle cell. I, I, I don't know. But um, sickle cell anemia treatments such as hydroxyurea and oral antibiotics are also beneficial, but parents and caregivers should be aware of the side effects that are often experienced when taking these medications. So you want to to, to stay as close to whole as, as possible, which includes whole foods to get your best nutrients. Um, combining interventions of a proper diet and nutrient supplementation, um, medication in some cases, um, periodic blood transfusions. I remember Kevin had to do some blood transfusions. And creating stress free environments may limit or prevent social um, sickle cell anemia exacerbations. tick. Hemotipo- So, it's hematopoietic or hematopoietic. I've always had a problem with that word. I've been fighting with it for months. It's H-E-M-A-T-O-P-O-I-E-T-I-C. So, it's hematopoietic cell or bone marrow transplant. I've, and, you know, I'm determined to say the word right. And I say it right in my head several times, but it just never comes out my mouth right. But the bone marrow transplant is currently the only curative option for sickle cell disease patients. But therapy is is used to maintain. Um, has your... Stepson ever considered bone marrow transplant? Or it's not that bad with him. I think I lost Althea. Althea, did I lose you? Oh dear. I think I lost her. Alright, let me see if I can get her back. Um Alright, so as I, as I try to get her back, let me, let me do this real quick. Oh, we're in the final segment of the broadcast. And I want to look real quick at infections and sickle cell disease. Let's see if I can get her back on the line. Um sickle cell often causes spleen damage and other immune system problems. And again the spleen filters the blood and, and, and cells. Now this makes people with sickle cell disease more likely to experience complications from infections. People with sickle cell disease have higher risk of infection from certain types of bacteria, especially pneumococcus. So, respiratory diseases are a thing for those with sickle cell disease. Um, This can cause infections in many parts of the body such as lungs, uh, brain tissue, ears, and joints. It also can trigger acute pain crises and acute chest syndrome the rate of severity of infections have decreased with the use of preventative antibiotics and vaccines however infections are still life threatening for people with sickle cell disease if you have symptoms of an infection you want to call your doctor immediately now sicklecell.com com um, says people with scd sickle cell disease especially infants and children have a high risk of infections up until the 1990s up to 30 percent of children with sickle cell anemia in the united states died from infections infections can lead to life-threatening complications such as pneumonia acute pain crisis and acute chest syndrome and um, some of the other diseases or some of the other conditions include pneumococcal disease. Now before preventative measures were common, sickle cell disease made up 30 to 600, made children 30 to 600 times more likely to develop pneumococcal disease. And it is common, it's a common cause of lung infection or pneumonia. It can also cause ear and sinus infections and infections of the tissue covering the brain and spinal cord, which is commonly called meningitis. Now, there's also RSV, respiratory syncytial virus. Um, That's a common cause of lung and respiratory tract infections. Most children are infected with RSV by age 2. In children without SCD symptoms, u- um, symptoms usually mimic the common cold. However, in children with SCD, sickle cell disease, respiratory syncytial virus is linked to episodes of of acute chest syndrome. Now, hemophilus influenza type B is a type of bacteria that can cause pneumonia and meningitis as well as infections of the bloodstream, skin, and joints. Despite its name, it is not the cause of influenza or the flu. The common flu. Um. Parvovirus B19 is a common infection that is also linked, that is also called fifth disease or slapped cheek syndrome now people with sickle cell disease it 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 can cause a complication called aplastic crisis and it happens when the bone marrow stops making new red blood cells now of course that's detrimental that's potentially life-threatening anemia People with sickle cell disease also have a higher risk of infections of the urinary tract, gallbladder, and other organs from other types of bacteria. In resource-poor countries, salmonella infection is a common cause of pneumonia, meningitis, and infant mortality. Now, you see how that is compounded when you have sickle cell? Um... Sickle cell disease increases the risk of infection because of damage to the spleen. And the spleen is the organ that filters blood and destroys old red blood cells. The spleen also contains the only cells in our body that can destroy certain types of pathogens. Which are organisms that can cause disease and infection. Such as encapsulated bacteria. So, spleen is important, if you didn't know before. Now, people with sickle cell disease often have non-working spleens. And this is called functional asplenia. When red blood cells become sickled in the spleen, they can block the blood from flowing through the normal filtering pathway. See the problem? Now, this makes people with sickle cell disease less able to clear certain bacteria, especially encapsulated types. Other types of immune deficits, such as zinc deficiency, and also increase the infection infection risk for sickle cell disease patients. So symptoms of infection depend on a part of the body. That is infected, and some symptoms of lung infection include fevers, chills, cough, rapid breathing, or difficulty breathing, chest pain, and and, and low alertness. Some symptoms of brain tissue infection or meningitis include stiff necks, uh, headache, low light sensitivity, um, confusion, nausea, vomiting, and fever. Symptoms of ear infection include ear pain, swelling, swollen or red eardrums, and, and sleepiness. So, it's important that you consult your physician. Important. Um, infections could be prevented in people by, with, with sickle cell disease by washing hands often, making sure food is prepared safely, avoiding contact with people that have fevers or colds, uh, avoiding exposure to tobacco, to, tobacco smoke. Taking penicillin daily until five years old. Or as described by your doctor. Hopefully, that child is not allergic to penicillin. Uh, regularly getting uh, certain vaccines is, may be recommended by your doctor. But... Uh, well, you know when it comes to a vaccine like the flu vaccine mm, i don't know how 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 benefic- beneficial has it been for those suffering from <clears throat> excuse me suffering from uh sickle cell disease i don't know infections are usually treated with antibiotics and sometimes with blood transfusions and blood transfusions come into play with those especially that have a plastic crisis. That is where the spleen stop working. So that just about covers roughly a lot of sickle cell disease. You, of course, can do your own research. And I do recommend that you do. Even if you don't know someone that has it, get the information because you never know who you're going to come across on your, your daily commute you know you you might stop at a gas station and someone ends up there in a crisis and having this information could help you to identify what is going on and act quickly and just in conversation with someone in passing in the store you could actually impart some knowledge and help someone to change their life see just with a little bit of information you can do that i want to say thank you to my segment sponsor McNeil Trucking. With McNeil Trucking you're in good hands. They take care of your removal needs. Get them a call 954-406-9740. That's 954-406-9740. Thank you very much to all my segment sponsors. Without them I I could not have done this and um the night shift with DJ Kevin Stew is eternally grateful through you uh thank you to althea for popping in and hanging out with me and i don't know i haven't been able to get her back on we got disconnected i don't know her her phone probably died or something but i'll find out soon enough we are gonna take a quick little break when we come back we toss in a little bit of musical therapy all right so stick and stay hang out with us thank you to the affiliates uh, One Harmony Radio, Island Worldwide, NIE Radio, WGLRO, The Foundation Radio Network, ClintonLindsay.com, Oliwop um, Radio, Dusik Media Group, CR7, PEMGTV.com. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I truly appreciate, love your support. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back.
3: Pursing Media Group, innovative streaming and recording, has done it again. A new way to get your business in full view of your neighborhood consumer through AdShare TV. It's available in your neighborhood today. It's easy. Just call us 754-999-6020. Become a host today and place a TV monitor in a strategic location so it's easy to see. Get a one minute video ad or longer that plays anywhere in our network. Can't be a host? No problem. For a few dollars, we'll run your 30 second video ad. great music is one thing sharing it with the world that's another let the professionals at reggae global entertainment help you to another level specializing in artist management booking public relations and marketing and promotion reggae global entertainment can help you with event planning websites photography and video production press releases legal services and graphic design they can even help you with music production so you can get the sound that you want every time Call Reggae Global Entertainment at 954-804-8199. That's 804-8199. Or visit them online at reggae reggaeglobalentertainment.com.
1: It takes an entire village to raise a child. Hello, I'm Paul Campbell, here to talk about Palace Peace and love academic scholarship. This nonprofit group supports students... Facing serious obstacles from entering or continuing their studies, not because the grades are failing, but due to the lack of financial support.
2: Over the past eight years, Palace has awarded 600 scholarships valued at approximately 50.3 million Jamaican dollars, or 415,000 US dollars.
1: Together, we must build a better future for our children please visit www.palace1.org and make your donation to brighten the future of a deserving child palace preserving young minds for posterity
3: whoa, 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 whoa. C-a-a-a. All right, all right, all right. Well, it's morning in Gideon, living in a time. Don't
0: hey so you so don't know. it? Don't don't when I get done with this broadcast, it's your birthday here. So happy Earth Day to you! Don't do it,
1: yeah.
0: it, don't you can catch up to me in an hour time, yeah? Do,
3: do <laughs> yeah. Shoop 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 it do be do. The wagon is in we run and follow you. Give thanks for everything, success and favor your hard work will bring. Shoop 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 it.
0: Man, everything have to clear the way, just for you. Encouraging you all to look out for members of your community. As I get on out of here, remember, your community is not just the development that you live in, but it spreads far and wide. So those, those that you pass on the bus, on the plane, the boat or the train, whether you walk, ride or drive, these are members of your community. Do something good for one of them today, because you never know who's going to do something good for you tomorrow. My name is DJ Kevin Stew tomorrow we'll do it all over again 10 p.m eastern thank you to the affiliates once more truly appreciate love you catch you tomorrow same time same place 10 p.m eastern right here kevinstew.com. real talk good morning good afternoon good day to you wherever you are in the world from right here in south florida i bid you all a good night